Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Transparent Credit Repair, the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world. If you're looking to change your life, changing your credit score and your credit report will be a big help. Open your wallet to more money instead of paying out more debt. To do so, go to www.heritagehiphop.com and click on the link for Transparent Credit Repair. Not only are they helping change lives, but they're giving 20% off to everybody who goes through Heritage Hip Hop. So once again, go to HeritageHipHop.com, click on the link for a transparent credit repair, fill out the questionnaire and everything, and get your 20% off and change your life. It only takes one decision to change your financial future. On this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, we're talking to another legend. That's right, we're going back to the West Coast to talk to West Coast Cam. For those of you who know Cam, you know this is very special, especially to us at Heritage Hip Hop. Salute to my man Nasif and shout out to Simp, my man Jarnell, because back in high school, we were very big on Cam and the Never Again album. And if you know anything about Ice Cube and street knowledge and everything, when Cam came out, he forged his own path. Let's listen to him tell his story and talk about how we protect hip-hop from culture vultures and you know what i'm talking about if you've been up on the times so everybody out there let's listen to this podcast and i'll come back with the rest of my commentary when it's finished peace and blessings and welcome back to heritage hip-hop we value people over playlists so if you're looking for just music over here you're going to miss something special tonight we have one of the architects of mind music and street knowledge what it really is is respect for your people and respect for your culture and respect for yourself. Introduce yourself to the people, please. Man, this is your brother from the West Coast, Watson Compton, 1991 uh, veteran, Brother Cam, West Coast Cam. Peace to and, you. Yo, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you. And um, let's have some fun. I want to I dig into West Coast hip-hop culture, the origins yeah. of our culture, and how do we protect it from people who try to take it from us? You know what I'm saying? Man, that's a, that's a whole lot in, in one question. Um, <laughs> the people that's trying to take it from us is historically the people that took us from Africa <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. and brought us over here. So, you know, hip-hop culture is just a, 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 a side a byproduct of, the culture of descendants of 400 years of slavery. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is just an expression, just like gospel music or, or jazz or R&B. So, you know, it's, it's, it's from the, the pain and the suffering of, a, of an oppressed people. So, right. you know, in that, in that sense, you know, it's them taking us that that produced hip hop. <laughs> so now, now in order for them to to not be able to to corrupt it and and change the direction, you know, wherever they want to go, that's the struggle that you I'm pretty sure you was talking about. I mean, it's even deeper than that, and the way I look at it, because I think hip hop didn't even start from pain and struggle. I think that's where the culture genre came from. I believe hip hop came from the Most High that created us. You know what I'm saying? Whether we look in the book True. of scriptures, when we look in the books of scriptures, hip-hop mirrors everything that our forefathers went through. And I'm not going to divide it by faith because some believe in right. Allah, some believe in the Most High. Right, right, right. I'll right. tell you this. If you, if you were real, if you're really into Islam, you know it says the Torah, the Angel, and the Quran. So all three got to go together. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. Yep. So, yep. so if I look at it, 
if the first beat that you ever hear is your mother's heart and the heart right. is the drum, that's hip-hop. If your body is harmony when it works together and is healthy to create a journey of sound, your, your, your journey in life is your body as well. That's your endocrine system. That's your, that's right. your respiratory, et cetera. So that's hip hop. When we journey through life or as a man, when you go to your development, you take steps in your development. When you write right. music, you write the notes in steps. So hip hop right. has always been a part of us. And that's the thing that I think people don't protect because you look for the bag. Do you agree? I agree. It's just, you know, when it comes to, to West Coast, the definition of hip-hop is different than the West, than the East Coast definition because the East Coast, it involves graffiti and breakdancing and, you know, other stuff. So I, to be specific, I think you're talking more about rap, you know, the, the rap aspect of hip-hop, right? So, you know, by me saying that that, you know, is generated from the suffering, I'm talking about the content, what, what you know, right. Like gospel music was crying out for God, swing low, sweet chariot, you know, free us from our suffering pain, you know, or, or Nat Turner and Harriet Tubman fight back or, you know, fight the power or Melly Grandmaster Flash and Melly and, and the Furious Five, uh, my jungle sometime, the message. So I'm talking more specifically about the, the, the content of speaking into the pain and the struggle of, of, of oppressed people, but exactly, you know, which, what you mean by the, the musical, um, the harmonics and the universal language of music itself and the beat, yeah, that's 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 from the Most High. But the specific content that I'm talking about is is from our suffering. So let's talk about that because I believe there is a unique, it's similar but a unique difference when it comes to West Coast and East Coast. And shout out to the West because the West Coast took hip hop where the East Coast could not. So I have to appreciate that sound and say thank you to all of you who are MCs, beat makers, pop lockers from the West. Right. Now, when I think of the West Coast, and I've done my studies, the one person from the West Coast that stood out to me was like Ice-T. He wasn't at the beginning, but he was like the main right. face that I remember. Right. And shout out to Ice-T, always represent his East Coast roots as well. Mm. But then I hear names like Toddy T. You see what I'm saying? Right, and I hear right. names like that. I hear names like that. And I go, yo, the West had something that the East just didn't get. How do you define the origin of West and what makes you so West Coast in that culture? Um, it's probably just the, the, the rebellious mentality. And, you know, most of us, you know, black people came from, from the South, whether you're from the East Coast or the West Coast, you, you, you know, once we was brought over here historically, you know, for slave purposes, we we was, you know, planted in in, in the South, and now in the, in the South, you know, they had a, a a war between the North and the South. So so called. That's why Abraham Lincoln freed supposedly freed the slaves about you know the feud that they was having. But the most rebellious of the slaves um, were, were fleed or or were, were run out. You know, from from east to the west to the west coast, the most rebellious ones, the ones that was doing a lot of uprising or whatever, or the ones that wasn't as as articulate. You know, so the, in in my this is just my opinion that the the, mm -hmm. the the most rebellious ones, the ones that was causing the most problem on the plantation or whatever, had to flee or run westward, and you know, 
got ran farther and further west into you know till you get to the coastline and you can't you can't get ran no further <laughs> so <laughs> our mentality is 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 really is it, you know that's where Oakland California and San Francisco and and the Panthers and you know gang banging um kind of reached a certain peak of a uh, uh, a new high or whatever of of like I said just being dissatisfied with the, the status quo or the, or the powers that be or the structure, you know, white supremacist structure, whether it's the police or the or the legal system or employment or whatever, you know, the, the, the crack cocaine, the gang banging, the drugs. The, so that kind of was the backdrop behind our, our music as well. We we wasn't, you know, we didn't the, the, the current rap music or hip hop, you know, that we know as hip hop that started in, in the Bronx, uh, in the, in the early seventies, I believe that, that wasn't, um, our lifestyle. That wasn't, I mean, it, you know, specifically we was going through a lot of the same things, but we weren't, we weren't lyrical about it. You know, East coast cats from my, from my own study always had a, had a, away with words you know they was they, you know even even before rap like you know they was known for hustling you know they they can they can get paid off their off their ability to the to, to slick talk or to, or to even be articulate and be you know lawyers and and corporate people we didn't we didn't have that on the west coast on the west coast we was just kind of like just muscle you know what i'm saying we didn't have a whole lot to verbally say but we we'd get active you know against the enemy or whatever and and then that that type of rebelliousness or, and that warrior mentality had us, you know, the COINTELPRO and the CIA and FBI had us turn that energy against each other, and that's what you know that's what started the, you know, that the, the self destructive aspect because we, in the, as you know, in the sixties and seventies we was all together with the Black Power movement and, and the and the Black Panthers and the, the Nation of Islam and you know other groups, but after J. Edgar Hoover, you know, planted his seeds and did what he was supposed to do, um, that turned our warrior energy, energies against each other, and that's where the blood and crypt thing started turning into self-destructive, you know, internal kind of like terrorism against e each other because we we natural warriors and we we need somebody to fight, and you know they turned that against us each other. So our lyrics represented that. Our our, our lyrics represented you know, after police or six in the morning, like you, you know, the beginning of ours was always anti-police, even though it was mm -hmm. it was self-destructive. Also, like selling dope to each other and claiming your neighborhood, but it was always an aspect of after police or six in the morning, police at my door or the battle ram with Tidy T was always something about anti-police. Yeah, see, see, that's 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 what I wanted to touch on because, like I said, similar but different because one similarity that came out of the 60s into the 70s was young people started raising up, just like today. Young people started raising up to distance themselves from the old way to forge a new path. So a lot of people broke away from the church and right. started making their own vocal movements. And, like, the inner city started being the the, the lore of power. On In the right. East, the Nation of Islam came. And then it branched off into God bodies, nation right. of gods of earth, et cetera, et cetera. On the West, it was nation of Islam and black Panthers. 
So, so we always had that energy that we, we are that people in that strength and that voice that is going to be heard and taking shorts is not going to be what we, what we settled for. How did right. that birth Cam and bring him to wanting to pick up a pen and rhyme? Uh, I always, just like you said, by nature, we, we are the, the most harmonic, um, rhythmic, like you said, the, the, pe- the beat of the heartbeat, the, the beat of your pulse, just natural harm- harmonics. That's, that's all music is, is, you know, like a keyboard or, uh, a guitar or whatever. It's just about, um, the harmony of, of sounds, you know, octaves and sounds and tempos, all of it is mathematics. And that's why, you know, in, in the nation, I'm a member of the nation and we say Islam is mathematics. Mm-hmm. Mathematics is basketball, is dancing, mathematics is music, is sound, is, you know, is, 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 is rhythm, is, is timed, measured, you know, science that's, that's done so, so masterfully it becomes art or gift. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I forgot what, what was the question I was trying to well, get to. Well, basically, from the from the from we talked about the nation, the Black Panthers, the West Coast influence. Right. How did that influence you and make you want to pick up your pen to rhyme? Oh, okay, yeah. So I was naturally, you know, born with that gift. I had a gift of of poetry. I, this was before rap ever came out. Um, I always love music, and it, like most black people do, that's the natural harmonics, that's healing, and it's, it feels good. It, you know, it inspires you, motivates your soul, or whatever, whatever kind of music you listen to. But when I was young, I always used to write um, stories, like short stories. I, I had a real gift to to write and be able to paint paint pictures with words. So and write poetry and rhyme words. So when I was in elementary school, I was going to Carver. George Washington Carver Elementary School and that's in Watts and Willowbrook. Um it's like also real good. So I used to do like little Christmas cards or Mother's Day cards or Valentine's Day cards class reading. And they give me a quarter and I'll write their mama a, a, a poem, like I love you poem, you know what I'm saying? Put their mama name in it. So I didn't know I was, I was writing raps. I was writing bars back then in second grade and third grade. And um, I, but I didn't know how to sing. I couldn't carry a note if I if I tried. So mm-hmm. I love music, but you know I, I wasn't gonna never be a singer. So when I heard my first rap song, which was like maybe Sugar Hill Gang or or uh, the Message or whatever whatever it was back back then, it was it was instantly love at at first sound. Okay, you don't have to be able to sing like Michael Jackson. You don't have to be able to you know play an instrument. You could you could just put, you know rap. You know what I was already doing, saying rock poetry over a beat. So it was, it was love at first, not sight, but first sound. So that's how I started. That's dope. Cause I'm gonna fast mm. forward a little bit, and the first time I ever heard you was on Boys in the Hood soundtrack every single weekend. Right. And like when I heard that song, all right. So you know what immediate thing that captures somebody is a voice. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And a very strong voice is something that can stir up passion. You know. And I want to give a shout out to my my best friend in the world, Nasif Salute, Brick City's finest. He came into high school with your album. You see what I'm saying? So the first song I heard off your album wasn't even a video for Peace Treaty. 
The first song I heard of your album was Genocide, I believe it was. No, Stereotype. Stereotype. Oh, Stereotype. Yeah, we heard yeah. that, and we was like, yo, what the hell is this? And he was like, yo, <laughs> this that dude Cam, yo. He's like, you an Ice Cube fan? What's that song you always playing? Uh, I'm like, Colorblind. That's him, uh, yo. So it was like, know. yo, we and we've been banging Cam since 91. Yeah. Peace Treaty, still got love for him. Man. What up, though? You know, and we've been listening <laughs> to you in Jersey since 91, so salute. You know what I'm saying? Man, salute. That's love, man. That's love. And, you know, we don't know. We don't We don't know we got that kind of effect. So we really doing it just thinking locally and thinking that, you know, we want to get our little personal therapy off and say our little piece, but we, we have no idea that it's affecting the rest of, you know, our original family around, around the world. Well, true, because I wanted to talk to you about that solo album, Never Again, because um, I believe that's one of the albums that changed our lives when we were younger. Uh, today, we don't see conscious hip-hop in the forefront. We just see artists doing conscious music every right. now and then. And there was like the, the, the aura around the Never Again album was strong because Still Got Love For Him told our futures and our present at the same time. What is the power of the pen? And how do you take control of it when you write? Um... Like we started out, it's, it's really from from suffering. Not not saying that you know no victim mentality and nothing like that, but but suffering makes you dig deep into try to understand what's happening to you and why is it happening to you, and then you know give some kind of verbal therapy or therapeutic you know words. Even if you got to talk to yourself, that's what people write journals or whatever. It's 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 from what you know, dissatisfaction or what something something that, that I'm suffering or I'm seeing my people suffer from that I'm trying to speak into their pain to ease or relief give them some relief or give myself some relief. So, you know, I'm all my raps is always, you know, mostly about dealing with adversaries or an enemy or a problem or whatever because I you know, I'm a problem solver or I'm trying to be a problem solver. So that that's where my, you know, Mine was never about the bag or, or females or nothing like that. Mine was always about trying to solve some problems that I was having. I group you in a certain context when it comes to West Coast MCs because, and shout out to my brother because he helped me um, formulate my idea and understanding yeah. of hip-hop. When you think of hip-hop, everybody thinks about gangster rap only. You know what I'm saying? Huh. But, like, you – uh, Cube, you know, I right. get Cube that respect. Yeah. You, Cube, right. Exhibit, Rash Cash, Hieroglyphics, right. The Licks, right. King T. I mean, even Pac Div that came out not too long ago. Right. I mean, there's so much flavor in the West that I got to give you a certain amount of credit because you in Paris, because it is in the Paris. Black Panther of hip hop. Right. Y'all too help me understand that life is bigger than the bar. Man. It's the message that goes beyond the bar. See, you're right. right. On the East Coast, we talk about, you know, lyrics. You know, any MC that right. disagree with me, wave right. your arm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, but right. But even in the just West. Words. Yeah. Like, y'all was West, fly with words. Point. Yeah, well, we, 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 like, eh, when I, it didn't start that way. I'm be honest. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, it wouldn't, it didn't start that way. It was, it was maybe, maybe kind, you know, subject matter that, that really, was the eye or the ear catcher? It was the hook. You know, if you talking about after police, or you talking about like I said, you know, six in the morning, or the batteram, like, or even what Easy was talking about. You know, um, we didn't, we 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 wasn't lyrical. You know what I'm saying? We we no, had yeah, content. I just told the truth. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a subject matter that we we wasn't scared to say. But on the East Coast, like y'all was saying dictionary words and stuff like that like, that sound fly. Like, damn, I ain't never heard a nigga say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, you know, it was, it was just about, you know, uh, Big words in the dictionary and make you go study like it, it made you get your vocabulary up. You know what I'm saying? Right. But but us on the other hand, it, you know, it might it make make get made you get your your social consciousness of like, damn, why why are they saying that or what? You know, damn, they they saying that shit like, you know what I'm saying? So it it, it didn't have had a lot to do about about vocabulary as much as it did about con, you know content or subject matter. So then. I always ask people, what was the most punctual part of the hip-hop for you? Is it the bar or is it the delivery? Since you said you people weren't really barred up, what right. defined the West Coast MC, and how did you perfect that? Um, I think it was it's first first and foremost, it was the beats. You know, mm -hmm. the beats had to be what, what really got you because another another pioneer on the West was, was Tone Lope. You know, remember a wild yeah. thing, wild or, thing, uh, yeah, and uh, funky cold Medina, yeah, all of that, right? So, yeah. it, the the first thing that's gonna catch you is the beat and whether or not you know girls can dance to it or, or dudes wanna wanna you know get active about. to it, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but the the short, you gotta forgive me, guy. I, I got short term memory. What was the what that's was the good. question again? How did you perfect your MC shit? What defined okay. it? If, if bars wasn't the thing in the West, what defined the MC and how did you perfect it? Right. Well, for me, it, it was it was bars, it, but it was voice. It was voice and, and pocket, meaning meaning flow, delivery. It was it was attitude? You know, that's what that's what you know. Cube was known for. Cube had uh, relevant West Coast street slang words that he would use but he he put it in an attitude like you know nwa niggas with attitude so the attitude reflected you know the emotions that we was going through and how we how we was talking whether you're talking to a female you're talking to the police you're talking to some other dudes or some enemies and similarly tupac like tupac you know he never was barred up it, people it, it was just his emotion he would say something with emotion and 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 nine times out of ten, the emotion had to do with real social ills or a real enemy or some, some you know. He wasn't he, he wasn't barred up, you, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I, I me personally, I saw a little gap there, and and you know, I, I'm I'm a product of these same streets, but I know I was a little more barred up, and I had the potential to be because I was always a, a poet, and I was all you know, I, I always you know, I, I was always looking for for not rhyming just that last word, but I was I wanna rhyme the whole sentence and make it make it still be relevant and still be on the on the subject matter. You know what I'm saying? Tell a story and so my degree of difficulty way back then, even though my my flow was slower or whatever, I wasn't using a lot of I wasn't fast rapper or whatever, but you know, my degree of difficulty I I raised the standard up uh, you know, a whole lot and I'd like to challenge myself. Can I make a whole record, a whole song rhyming the whole sentence for 16 bars, you know what I'm saying, and still making it be on point and, and, and on topic. So I, I kind of challenge myself like that. With albums like Never Again 
even made in America, which I think is slept on, because I think people who listen to that right now, I think they'll right. get the jewels that was left, especially in Keep the Peace with RNG. Great album, right. a great record. I like that. Right. And But then even when Camnesia came out, you know what I'm saying? Even in that gap when you when you weren't around, we were like, it was missing. Because I'm not going to lie, hip-hop took a turn in the 2000s that made me not listen to hip-hop for a while. And I had to re I had to go back to my roots, and you're part of my roots. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and and one and one thing that really stood out to me about Cam was this: Cam always stood strong on his morals as a man and his belief. Why do you think that's the missing element in hip hop today with the people that's doing hip hop now? Um, because you know, unfortunately, we've been deceived and lured out off of our square. Our, our manhood by the bag. Everything is about the bag now. So now the bag is your religion. The bag is your homie. The bag is your your wifey or your love. The bag is your success. It's it's all about the bag, and you know that go, that, go, that goes back to who the real enemy is and how they manipulate us. And and in this case, in this season, or it's it's, it's through the bag, which has their face on it, and underneath it, the the hypnotic suggestions in God we trust. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> that's that's what this world uses as, as as its instrument to to get luxury and money. I mean, and, and good homes and, and respect and females and comforts and and fame or whatever. So they use their media and they and they they dollar bill. So that becomes now the uh, goal liberation or or speaking into certain pains or healings you know is everybody's going for themselves if they can get this little bag so you know what i wasn't willing to do somebody else will be willing to do you know my my morals or my manhood code you know is something that wasn't able to be purchased and that, you know i, I talk wrong and all that but I, I pay a price for it word word and see that's oh uh, you fell off Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. When you when you weren't around in the game, and it may have been by choice, or it may have been the powers that be that wanted to shut the message out, because we seen Wise Intelligent disappear, and we know why he disappeared. We we know why Public Enemy got pushed underground and stuff like that, because it was prophesied that real hip hop would go away, go to the underground, and the machine. We had to fight the machine to get the real real hip hop, you know. And we knew that. But I want to give a salute to Jim Jones. Because when you came out in the Certified Gangsters video, that's right, what I'm telling you. Right. My friends was like, oh, Cam, oh, you know what I'm saying? We was happy. Right. We saw West Coast Cam. We were like, all right, cool, Cameron, right. Cam, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We was like, all right, we understand. But it was good to right. see one of the generals still standing strong. And that's one right. thing I've always respected about the NOI is that when men of color get strong, not only do we are, are we a fear for people in power, we're a blessing for people looking for change. Mm -hmm. What does the NOI signify in hip hop, in your opinion? Uh, NOI is the root word of the culture. You know, the word culture, like hip hop culture, the root word is cult. And a lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, er erroneously or wrongly put a negative, evil connotation on that word, but cult is not a, 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 a evil word. You know, just like gun or knife ain't, ain't evil, but if you want to use it for evil, then, yeah, it, it'll be that. But the, the, the NOI is 
you know, and this is my view, my opinion, is is the the hundred percent essence of this culture. You know what I'm saying? Because the 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 the, the God MCs, you know, that that brought me that 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 played a part of me even coming to the nation was the the Rakim Allahs, the Lakim Shabazzes, you know what I'm saying? The the brand Nubians, the poor righteous teachers, you, you know what I'm saying? So all of that is nation of Islam uh degrees or, or teachings straight from mm-hmm. the nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. So it don't it don't mean that it's religion because like I said, our Islam is not is not uh traditional ghost stories or stuff stuff like that. Our the definition of our Islam is the science of everything in life. Provable truth, nature. You know, that you can always prove in no limit of time is mathematics. You know, like we said, what, what music is, you, you know, the, the beat, how, how many beats per second, how many BPMs is that, what's the tempo of that, or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or what's the flow, it's all mathematics. It's not some spook mystery God, you know, religious ghost story business. So the Nation of Islam, you know, taught me how to how to even stand on a on a manhood code with with righteous moral principles and and go to war and and life is war and war ain't even an evil thing you know war just means struggle so you can struggle for evil or you can struggle for good so you know nation of islam is is where I learned all of that facts and i mean I've studied the nation I've never been a member so i will i will I will humbly say I salute all of the brothers who are because Unity is one of the the things that's lacking amongst our people. Because right. there's people among us who know that we came from Africa. There's people among us who know they came from this country, which means we were brothers mm-hmm. in different countries, all unified, right. but then somebody split it. Right. And even with um how the nation split during its history, mm-hmm. Cream always has risen, risen to the top. You know what I'm saying? Right. There was a recent right. movie about who killed Malcolm, and it was traced to my mm-hmm. state. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't know what to say about that. That's its own story. Because going back to you, though, the, yeah. um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who I would love to meet one day, I'll put it in the air so the universe can hear it. <laughs> right, that's right. I mean, I mean, when he rose, and I remember the Donahue interviews, when I, rem- right. I remember the um, even the, the beefs with rappers that he came right. and talked to them about, him being right. on the radio, Savior's mm-hmm. Day, the Million Man March, that was all cornerstones of hip-hop culture. Because right. that showed us that no matter what we do, we are valuable in the eyes of God and in the eyes of this world, no matter what anybody says to us. Right. How did the words of Farrakhan or the experience or um, how did the influence, I should say, of Farrakhan, yeah, the Honorable yeah, Minister yeah. Louis Farrakhan, make you a better MC than you just rapping? Um, just because of his example, me not having a, a, a father figure in my life, and and that's that's that, that's true with with the majority of the males that's members of the Nation of Islam under the, you know the, the guidance of uh, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is mm-hmm. he was he was and is the father figure example of a man uncompromising un unwavering righteous moral disciplined self master you know because that's even with the with the Nation of Gods and Earth they, they, that's what they definitely you know they definition of of uh islam is i self lord and master that it's about mm-hmm. not not a spook it's about you are god it's not that you know we're doing this quote unquote for god no we 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 are the gods you know you are all gods children of the most high and and this whole 
action concept is just us being raised back into the knowledge and the power of being just that. Not not one individual is God. We the body. We all of us together are are the God, are the supreme being. So that alone, that that example, seeing that man as as an example of how to maneuver and how to stand strong in the face of the the, the greatest, most vicious, wicked, powerful, wise enemy in, in history, and conquer and and never have to fight the blood, never have to you know. You know, no, no gang banging or no, no, no time or no, you know what I'm saying? And, and be the, the, the most fierce, righteous general that I ever seen in my life, you know, in my lifetime. That ain't nothing but it's me want to be a man. That make me want to stick my chest out and my, 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 my chin up and, and, and bark or roar like no. So, you know, in order for us to become a man, we have to see a man. Only a man can make another man. Facts, and, and you know some. I mean, I get, I get, I've gone through this for years, you know. And this is not about me. This is about honoring the man who gives, who's given his life to his people in religious cause. You know, oh, not saying religious. I'm sorry, righteous yeah, I know cause. What you mean. <laughs> man, listen, listen, yo. People always ask me about voting and stuff like that. I'm also a member of Goodfellas. You can see everybody watching Goodfellas TV. on the line. This is Heritage right. Hip Hop One Alive with Prolific MC and, 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 and West Coast Legend Cam. Um, West Coast Cam, to y'all who don't know who he is. Um, I always People always ask me, like, yo, so you can't throw your vote away. Who would you rather vote for? I said, I don't want to vote for evil. The lesser of two evils is still evil. KRS1 taught us that. And they go, <laughs> and they go well, who do you want to vote for? I said, Farrakhan. Said, but ain't nobody ever going to let Farrakhan be. And I was like, yeah, but guess what? As a man think of. So he does, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I catch people with all that. Like, don't give me that rhetoric. I'm going to tell you what it is. And, you know, people may Man. hate me after this um, interview and everything, and that's fine. You know, I grew up hated anyway. I'm just going right. to say that. I'm just going to say, like, that man has now come under fire for the past two years for always right. doing what he's been doing, and that's standing strong and telling the truth. Right. Now we get to a point where, Unfortunately, I hate to bring this up, but it's a basis of your new single, Culture Vulture. DJ right, Vlad right. has put right. himself in the arena of not only misquoting, but not taking back the damage that was done by right. the by media perspective. Right. How do we how do we fix that situation, and can we? Yeah, we we're, we're, we're fixing it right now by doing exactly what you said, which is not voting for no lesser of no two evils. We we don't vote for no evils. We vote to unite with each other. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the quote-unquote founding fathers of America didn't vote to, to come over here and make, make America. They got together and did it. They didn't take no votes. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if the people that historically deal us injustice, we don't go to them petitioning them to give us justice when, when they're the ones that, that issued all the injustice to us. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we need to do exactly what we see the the the, the white Jewish people speaking of Vlad Vlad in 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 the state of Israel did separate separate. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with separation. Like we we are the children of the real children of Israel. We're the real uh, Hebrews. You know, the real Jews that suffered for 400 years. That was afflicted in bondage, like the Bible said, for 400 years. So. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, all of this is, is real God prophecy. It's not religion. 
It's, mm-hmm. it's original people that, that was oracles, our own people that had such wisdom and, and mastery of mathematics that they can look down the wheels of time and see into the future. A lot of us is born with that gift, especially black women. A lot of older black women or whatever, your grandmamas and all that, they start developing a tune gift or that gift that all of us have naturally into being able to see what's going to happen in the future. So yeah. in, in religion, they call it prophecy or whatever. So the, our, our original people thousands of years ago saw this, what we was going to go through. Mm-hmm. So well, you can you can try to dis, discount it all you want, but it's it's there in writing, just like you can't discount the fact that it's, it's three big old pyramids in, in, in Egypt right now, in Giza and Kemet right now. You you. You can't say aliens built that. You can't say this. They don't exist. You, you can't say that this the scientists, the top scientists of this world, know how they even got out there or how they was built. They don't know it. So that's letting you know that the original people, man and women, are original God scientists, and we know how to keep secrets. Certain secrets have been kept just so, you know, the the the, the the, the, the devils, you know, the, the wicked rulers of this world would never get their hands on that information. So mm. in that whole in that whole context, signs have to be left of who we are. That's what that Sphinx is out there for. A sleeping lion, you know, with the nose. Napoleon shot the nose off to try to hide our, our identity, and and you know they've been shooting noses off all kind of stuff throughout, <laughs> you know, Africa and, and the Middle East or whatever that that showed our our identity. But that's to all hide the the fact that we are. The, the, the gods and the goddesses, all human beings are God. Let me just say that. I'm talking about white people included. But you can be the god of righteousness or you can be gods of evil. You know, the gods of evil is called Satan. You know what I'm saying? There's no spooks and no mystery ghosts. So I want to yeah. I I I I I jump off on that. Just to stop right uh, there for a second because I think what you said has to be pulled back a little bit because that's, that's okay. very deep. That's very deep, and I don't want to lead people to thinking that we're just going to pass their minds. This is Karaz okay. from Heritage Hip Hop on the line right now with West Coast Cam, a.k.a. God Body Cam, a.k.a. Right. Cam. We're going to put it out there, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put it out there as part of um, appreciation. Um, now, from what you said, uh, and relating it back to the dishonor right. that's come upon the honorable minister himself. Right, right. There was a religion that was taught in American culture that's called Manifest Destiny. Are you privy to it? Do you know it? Yeah, what the, what the white people did to the Native Americans. Well, it goes a little farther than that because Manifest Destiny is a religion, okay? And Manifest Destiny says that, and it's funny because this is the basis of every movie in Hollywood. Manifest Destiny says the strong will take the lesser, but in the end, the lesser will beat the strong. Manifest Destiny says, since we're strong, we're meant to take over until somebody can take us out of place. So that forces right. people to either get their shit right or get let rolled over. Right. And we've right. seen it's that a, everywhere, right? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a virus. I mean, you know, that's why I say life is life is war. Everything mm-hmm. is a war. As soon as you get shot out your your, your daddy's testicles, you 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 in that war. It's, it's a survival. struggle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a struggle. All war is a struggle. It, war is not evil. It's not a bad thing. But just like a virus, like this coronavirus, the coronavirus is a living virus. It wants to live. A leech is a is a living thing. It wants to live. Unfortunately, it, it lives off of killing its hosts. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. So it's in a struggle with the host. The host is in a struggle with the leech. That's that's the way you know nature is is set up. It it is war. It's a struggle. Light is is you know you know in, in order for there to be light in the darkness, it has to go to war with darkness. It has to repel the darkness. So you know we've been taught you know like I said unfortunately that that war is evil or is wrong or is bad. No, everything you do, you go to the gym, you get sore, or you go you go jogging, or you go bike riding. That's war. All of this is war. It's not an evil thing. War is is necessary. Friction is necessary. Positive and negative is necessary to have an electrical current. So negative just means, you know, in in, in emotional, religious language, negative means devil. You got two wires. You got a hot wire, red wire, which means positive or good. And then you got a, it's not, it's, it's a black wire, but it's supposed to be a white wire. The real ground or negative wire is a white wire. And in, in, in science or whatever, in electronics, that's, that's called a negative wire, but in, in religion or emotion, it's called evil or bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but if you look at things scientifically instead of emotionally, then you, you can get it. But if, if, if we don't have the knowledge, then we, we default to emotionalism and we don't get nowhere. I'm glad you said that because that sums up what I wanted to go into, which is unity. Because the Nation of Islam, and shout out to the brothers Ben X, Reza right. Islam, Wesley right. Muhammad, Nuri Muhammad. I right. mean, even when we saw the branch off of Khalid Muhammad back in the day, it was still something that brought men together even if they went their own way. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. unity has been the fear of America since John Quincy Adams, Ben Franklin, George Washington and them signed those papers where, I don't know if you knew about this, there was a meeting in Virginia about Virginia in early Congress, and they said that Virginia has more slave men that outnumber the white owners. And what would we do if they ever rise up? And John Quincy Adams said, and it's written on paper, you can look this document up, he said, no, 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 because of the way we set up the law and that they're they're counted as one man is less than a man, three-fifths, Which means if you have two men, that's one man and some, and that's why they knock down our numbers, you know, the loitering right. laws and black codes. Right. right. They set up the thing so that people could not unify. Take it to right. J. Edgar Hoover, where the fear of America is the black messiah, and they have to stop right. it. So now right. the messiah complex is so big that they're gunning down young men in the streets left and right, police, everything. Right. So right. why do you think unity is the fear of the planet, and how can we protect our unity, and what little we have now? Well, let's get to the to the Messiah and why they why they got such a problem all of a sudden with Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because they know that he he is that Messiah that they've been trying to stop first of all, and then going back to what you were saying about John Quincy Adams, one of the founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson, said it you know at the beginning also. I tremble for my country, for my nation, pardon me, not my country, my nation, meaning my race. I tremble for my nation when I reflect that God is just and that his justice cannot sleep forever. He knew what he was doing to to these slaves, you know, these black slaves, and they had, they had on the early coins of, of, you know, before even America was really founded, the, the, the currency, the coin, on the back of the coin, uh, instead of the, the White House or whatever they had on there, they actually had 
uh, a pictorial image of Moses and the children of Israel running from Pharaoh's army and a, and a, and a big UFO in the sky, a chariot of fire, you know, God's chariot in the fire. So he said that because he knew exactly what he was doing to our people. He knew exactly that he was fulfilling the, the, the Pharaoh role in enslaving us and it, it would last, it was to last 400 years. So according to their books, you know, they started it, according to their books, they started it in 1619 and, and last year was, was 2019, which made the 400th year according to their books. But we know in the nation, according to our books, the first of our people to, to be brought over here as slaves was in 1555. So we really in the 465th year instead of the 400th year. Yeah, Chuck D said that it can't trust it, 1555. Yeah. I remember. Right. Yeah, we hip-hop over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 more, it's more than just more than rap. It's bigger than rap, like uh, Dead Fred. That's right. That's right. So everybody that's listening, you're listening to somebody who not only you respect on heritage hip hop, but someone who's teaching. But in the midst of all these platforms now coming at DJ Vlad, whether you see him as just or unjust, that's y'all opinion. But I'll put it to Cam like this. Now that Vlad has been put on blast, now that Vlad has been exposed, and he's been exposed many times for the type of questions that he asked, and then now that people have more respect coming at coming towards an elder man, not only an elder man, a leader, not only an elder man and a leader, but someone who put their life on the line and has survived right. poisonings, people right. disrespecting his character, his nation, his culture, his wife, right. sons, right. and everything, and still right. stood strong. Now that all this has been exposed, what do we do now to protect our culture and to eliminate those who eat off of our culture? Uh, pressure. You know, it's, it's pressure. It's, it's war. You know, the reason why a lot of people say, well, he, he disrespected this person in the past. He disrespected Dr. Sabi. He disrespected reparations. He disrespected, um, I forgot, you know, some other things. And don't, you know, it's because this special character that, that he, he disrespected this time, which is the Messiah, which, which is the character that her, J. Edgar Hoover and all it, all the rest of them feared. Mm-hmm. So and that's Farrakhan. Either you know you can take it or let it alone. You can love it or hate it or believe it or not. Farrakhan is that man that uh, you know we see in 1995. Where you know you didn't do whatever he done for black people. Okay, whatever. What is what is any teacher supposed to do for? You? What is Jesus supposed to do for you? What is any prophet supposed to do for you? If you're a grown man, all they supposed to do is be an example and show you you know what you didn't know and how to live it. But, you know, we childish or, you know, we go through whatever we go through. But the fact that Vlad crossed the line with that man, mm-hmm. right, and the reason why Vlad even brought that up is because of what was happening weeks prior with so-called Jewish people persecuting people like Nick Cannon or Deshaun Jackson or mm-hmm. or, or Allen Iverson or, who you know, anybody that, that was saying anything cool or respectful or loving or whatever about um, uh, Minister Farrakhan, the ADL was, was, was pressing them and, and punishing them and persecuting them and chastising them. So um, Lord Jamar was, was, you know, he 5%er. He got a body. He 5%er. In nineteen, I mean, uh, in two thousand fourteen, Vlad he was on Vlad's show in two thousand fourteen, and, and Vlad brought the same subject up to to Lord Jamar. You know, the Nation of Islam. You know, they think that 
white people are devils. Do you believe? Do you think? Is that what you believe? And he told him straight to his face, yeah. You know, the, the white man is the devil, Vlad, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That didn't upset Vlad that much to where, he, you know, he, he he would slander or misquote, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Lord Jamal. He didn't have a problem with that concept. He kept him on his show for six more years, you know, and didn't have a problem with it. So why would you have a problem with Farrakhan saying something, you know, that he he been saying, but it, it was really that the subject of the quote-unquote Jewish thing, you know. Mm-hmm. He was looking for a, a reason to to get on cold with his Jewish, his white so-called Jewish people and ride against Farrakhan, mm-hmm. right, because personally he got a, he got a black wife. Mm-hmm. So now... Now, you know, the teachings of the nation, we don't agree with that. We don't agree with white people and black people intermarrying or intermixing because we don't do each other's natures justice. So the the, the power and the influence that he knows that Farrakhan carries on subjects like that is, is, is making him even more uncomfortable personally. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, brother, you know, I think it was Brother Reza, somebody, you know, kind of put it out there that, he he was glad was salty because he couldn't get a personal interview. To, the minister Farrakhan refused to, you know, give him an interview for whatever reason. So you know he was in his feelings about that, and you know, kind of had a chip on his shoulder from that from that point, and was looking for a reason. To, so I you know I, I heard him bait Godfrey, and you know we we seen what he how he baited uh, uh, D.L. Hughley. That you know you're using your platform to try to to draw and bait in other black influences of our culture against Farrakhan. So you you stepped in it, buddy. So, you know, got to be got to be made an example. Facts. And I mean, just to, I don't even want to stay on Vlad too much, but we but cuz of the single, you have culture yeah. vultures out right now with Dame Dash. And Dame Dash right. coined that turn and took it to the the mainstream. You know, now everybody right. knows culture vulture. And I think it was important that she had Dame on that track. Tell me, tell us about yeah. why you wanted Dame on there, and, and what what is the what is the what is the goal of this song? We know what the message is. But what's the goal of it? The goal is to to make an example. Before I get into you know the Dame and shouts out to Dame respect, is to make an example of these violators, like like these evil violators, the same way that us righteous violators in slavery was made examples of when when we tried to get free or we try to lead a plantation or help our people, you know, if a, if a strong alpha male that wasn't that was waking up, you know, to try to to try to take his freedom and to be himself showed up on a plantation and started influencing people, they would pu- publicly bring him out and 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 quarter him, you know, like like Lord Jamar, you know, was was, was saying uh Put a, a rope around each each arm and around each leg, and 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 tie him to four different horses, and and, and crack the whip, and and rip him apart, or or hang him, or castrate him, or, or burn him at the stake in front of all the rest of the slaves, so, you know, on the, on the plantation. Mm-hmm. A gruesome, terror, terrifying example that that would that would traumatize anybody who you know coming after him that had the idea that they want to do something similar. So that's that's what needs to be done. And that's what's going to be done as being done with, with Vlad. Nobody going to do nothing phys- physically to him. But, mm-hmm. you know, his his worst fear is to be publicly humiliated. That's anybody that becomes famous. If you come, become a famous person, it's not about even taking your, your wealth. What good is your wealth when, when your name, your word, your, your name ain't nothing? Facts. 
So you, you think just because a person, oh, Vlad ain't worried about you, he over there with 10 million, no, he worried about this. We got, we got, you know, if, if you, I don't care how much money you got, if you ain't got no peace of mind and you, you walking out to the, to the, with a scarlet letter on your forehead, the, the mark of the beast on your forehead, and, and all the black people that you've been, you know, made rich and famous, made you rich and famous, see you for who you are now, all the money in the world ain't gonna make you feel okay about that. Facts, facts, facts. So, with that being said, I mean, you want to talk about Dame? Oh, the Dame. Yeah. So Dame, I had to, uh, I had to to tap in with Dame because that's where I got the, you know, that's where I first heard it from. Other people say somebody else coined. It. I don't, I don't know. Dame was the the first person I ever heard coin it, and, and he wrote a book on it. You know what I'm saying? And he'd been screaming it, and he'd been calling these people out by name, and that's what I love. I don't, I don't like that subliminal. Vague. I, I like when you go right at it. That's why I respect Trump because he, you know, on a, on a, on a negative side, he, he got that same quality. He don't care. He gonna he gonna call your name out and, and let the chips fall how they fall. So right. Dame been doing that for the last four or five or more years. You know, after after, you know, I think he said Leo Cohen or whoever it was mm-hmm. was responsible yeah. for for splitting, you know, Rockefeller up and you know this and that. So yeah. Um, I don't, that don't, you know, I don't know the history enough. I just know from a distance that I respect his, his G, his, his manhood to be able to call out and challenge the power like that, challenge an institution like, like a Leor Cohen or whoever else. So I always been on some underdog David and Goliath type stuff like that. So, you know, he always been a hero of mine in that, in that subject right there. So I had to tap in with him and reach out for him, man, you know, can you bless me on this? And he had, man, no problem. Just sent it, you know what I'm saying? And he, he knocked it out. Man, and the rest was history. I'm going with it. And I was, I was like, I was begging. I mean, not begging him, but man, you know, let me, let me, you know, what, what you want for this? Let me, let me give you some, you know, percentage of some publishing away. He's like, man, you good. Can you straight? You know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing. I was like, Word. man. Word. And that's what's up. That's real love. Letting the, yeah, let, that's let, man. Letting stuff. Up for the culture. Standing up for the culture, not for your personal benefit, but a benefit for the people long term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So please give everybody your social media and know how they can get the song and you know, you like yeah. it. My social media, thanks to Shots out there you said earlier to Jim Jones. He the one that gave me the, the the new tag, the new title, West Coast Cam. Um, you know. Um but you can find you can find me on social media at West Coast Cam, one word, Cam with a K, not not with a C like a camera, West Coast Cam with a K. On uh, all of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and also um, my website, which is westcoastcam.com, where you can actually, n- none of us is, is taking no, no Dr. Fauci uh, vaccines. So I actually, for the last... Uh, since 2009, been a private and independently researching and, and, and experimenting on myself and my family with ionic colloidal silver. I've been making colloidal silver for my, my, myself and my family for years since, since about 2008, 2009. So now I've been making it available, um, for my community. So you can get that. You can research what colloidal silver is. It's the strongest natural antiviral known to science but it's been suppressed by the FDA because it's a, it's an element of a mineral in nature and they can't put a patent on it they can't monopolize it and it's not a drug and there's no cures for none of this stuff 
found in no drug. All, all cures is found in nature. And that's another reason why, you know, Dr. Sebi was on to something that, you know, you know, rest in peace. And um, so you can find, like I said, you can find me on, on West Coast Cam and everything, and you can find that uh, colloidal silver. So research, research it for no, y'all that don't know, research it for yourself. It works. None of my children ever been vaccinated, never been hospitalized, never had no illnesses, no, no sicknesses. This is what we've been on. So I can't say what it's going to do for you, but if you, you research what medical peer-reviewed published uh, journals and scientific journals say colloidal silver does for all viruses, all disease-causing viruses, over 650 of them. It kills them within six seconds, from six seconds to six minutes of contact. And there's no known virus, disease-causing virus, that has been able to mutate on, on silver. So well, check it out for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Word. And everybody, just to give you this is back him up. That's why you have silverware, because the silver purifier, yeah, and you don't yeah, carry yeah. things in, you can't carry things in silver, silver purifier. So that silverware, that's why it's worth so much, because it doesn't right. age and rust, and it doesn't put <laughs> impurities in your meal on your fork or your spoon. Mm, it yeah, kills we the bacteria. Here. This is hip-hop. That's yeah, right. This, this is hip-hop, real hip-hop. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So before we get out of here, shout-out once again, shout-out to my peoples, um, Jarnell, shout-out to Nassif. Shout out to my brother, cause like I said, we grew up on your music, you know, the Never Again Man. album every single weekend, you know, all that. We, we was on Bless it. it. And, and, and before we go, we want to do, um, one of our games, which was called, um, the Rapid Fire Questions. They're not all yes, right. no questions. They just show your depth of hip hop knowledge and you as an MC. Cool? Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm a mic. I don't know. I'm a, <laughs> my grade gonna be, let's, let's, let's go though. Ah, right, here we go. First question, what song or album perfectly describes you from another artist's catalog? Perfectly describes me. Um, mm. Man, I think it would be uh, Rakim's uh, God I Am. I think it's God I Am or I forgot. It's either I'm God or God I Am. The song? Yeah. It's the okay. name of the song. Yeah. I I. Everybody, go research it. Next question. Um, if somebody came to you and said, um, define hip-hop for me in five albums, what are the five albums you're giving them? Ooh, wait. Man, I, you know, for me, sheesh. Uh, mm -hmm. It would be uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, with the, the one with the message on it. Okay. It would mm -hmm. be uh, Paid in Full, uh Airbnb, you know, oh no, Airbnb for president, it might, uh, whatever that I'm paid for, yeah. Paid for, paid for. Um, it would be, for me personally, uh, um, damn, Bismarcky, it'd be Bismarcky, be, I forgot the name of the, the album, the one with the vapor, I mean, uh, with, uh, um, with the vapor damn. on it? The yeah, first one? yeah, with the, yeah, the first music with your mouth and all that. There okay. you go. Yeah, there you go. That one, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it would be Ice Cube, um, Death Certificate. One more. And man, let me see. Let me see. That's rough. That's rough. Probably, <laughs> yeah. out, probably be Outcast. Okay. Not, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Outcast. Yeah, that. Yeah. Outcast. Which one? What, 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 the. Uh, what was the first the first one? Southern, Southern oh, playlist. Southern playlist that Cadillac music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's dope. 
Another question for you. See, he's rapid fire. We having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> the Lynch Mob and Street Knowledge crew. Yeah, y'all were one of the hardest crews ever. Shout out to Ice Cube, Yo Yo, the Lynch Mob, Caution, Threat. But rest in peace, yo. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we grew up off of y'all, so I know this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Colorblind right, was right. one of the hardest songs ever in hip hop history. You know what I'm saying? And I want to ask you. What's the dopest crew song ever made in hip hop to you? Dopest crew song, man. The dopest crew song. It'd probably be Wu Tang. Uh, man, what? Hold on, let me think. That's uh, hold on. Let me pull that back. I'm not saying that's not one. That's not it. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Dopest crew song. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, that's that's too rapid for me because to me, to me, to be. <laughs> To me, it'd be between Wu Tang and uh and uh NWA. Okay, that's dope right there. You don't even gotta say the song. That's fire. All right. <laughs> next question. Yeah, I tell you, we have fun of Heritage Hip Hop. Now, next question isn't a hip hop question; it's a real question. Part of why we love Cali so much in New Jersey is because we have similar natures to y'all. The police state of California is just about the same police state that's in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And Jersey was a Confederate state up north at that. Check that out. You know what I'm saying? And the Watch Riot and the Nork Riot signified a change in the community and how people stood strong to start making their own. Out of the, out of the riot that you know, which is the Watch Riot, what was, what was the defining thing that came out of the riot? that you think still contributes to hip hop today and makes it relevant? Um <laughs> the hip hop, uh that's where after police came from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? After police. Mm-hmm. And after police don't mean F all police, but it means, you know, we're not blind, we're not deaf, we're not dumb no more. We we, we see the brutality and the in, in, injustice and if we do our history we know why the police department was even established in America. Mm-hmm. That was for, for catching runaway slaves, so it ain't it ain't changed. So just to just to not be under that that hypnosis anymore that 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 that's your authority that you have to submit and obey and conform and all that. No, you have to do because anytime something go wrong, you know, and, and some you know we get brutalized or we get shot or we get killed, you know, we we got that that poison. Uh, program that said, well, what, what did he do wrong? Why well, he, he should have just obeyed the police. You should have just conformed. Nah, I, I'd rather just, I'd rather, you know, if, if, if I see they, they want to take my life and, and, and there's no other recourse or you, you violate my, my, my woman or my daughter, I, I just got to die then. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think that is the, the most profound and most, uh, poignant, uh, positive aspect of, of hip hop that, that we put that those feelings in the lyrics now in, in, the, in these records. So, you know, I, I want to hear more of that. I want to hear more uh, F the real enemy, you know, and, and the majority is in, in police uniform. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. We have three more questions before we end out this interview. Everybody, thank you for listening. We're going to close this up real good and real strong. The next question, once again, follows that, that, that what you just said. Hip-hop is known for the pain, the struggle, and the articulation of a great people. I say that, I call this thing heritage hip-hop because our heritage is the most high. 
And so right. if we're the most high as heritage and he gave us hip hop, we are the heritage of hip hop, which is God. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. And, and, That's and, right. and in under, and in understanding that, God gives us the, the, the power to grab a microphone and, and, and let our voices be heard. Uh, you kind of answered the question, but I want you to go deeper. What is the one message hip-hop has not given that you're waiting to hear? Um, it's what got us in trouble right now with what's going on. Why this Vlad thing is even happening, this Nick Cannon thing, is that... um. We we was able to say F Donald Trump, but we not able to say, you know, F the F the people that Donald Trump is at war with, which is the architects, the wisest of the white supremacists, which are the the the, the false Zionist Jewish people, those ones that control banking and finance and radio stations and television and media and literature and all of that, but cry and claim that they don't. When we all see that that they do, you 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 own Disney or you own whatever, whatever you could just fire or, or sever ties with Nick Cannon. You, you you say that you don't control it, but you 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 prove and you do every day. You know when when we do something that you don't like. So I want to hear more hip hop single out like 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 Dame Dash do with Leon Cohen singling out those characters, those enemies right there, the so called. Uh, White Ashkenazi Zionist Jew, not the not the the, the, the white Jews, the, the Orthodox white Jewish people, like in you know that really practice Judaism, that really try to discipline themselves to the teachings and the laws and the religion of Moses. We have no problem with those Orthodox rabbis and, and Jewish people. You know, I, we have no problem with them. I'm talking about those that masquerade, saying that they Jewish people, but they the ones behind pornography and bestiality and homosexual this and homosexual that and promoting that when they claim to be followers of the laws of Moses, which is directly opposed to that. So that's Satan. I want to hear more hip-hop exposing and condemning Satan. Where you unconscious hip-hop to come back. Right, Okay. basically. And sal and salute the Paris and Public Enemy that just released new albums. Let's get this and why is it oh, intelligent yeah. with the snow goons? And, you know, we waiting Man. for your album, bro. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, it's coming. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. Shout out to Doc Diggler. He got a song called "Hall of Fame in My Hood," mm. and you got a song just the same, right? It's called "Legend in what? My Center." Oh yeah, yeah, "Legend in My Section." Section, that's yeah, from, yeah, yeah. That's from uh, that's featuring Corrupt and uh, Chill from Compton Most Wanted, MC8 and Chill. And uh, that's from that's from an album that I got complete. I got a whole album complete. We, it's untitled. Uh, Battle Cat produced. He produced the whole album. It's, it's called Cat and Cam. So right. that was that legend. Legend in my section was the first single. Uh, and we worked. We we did a, a video, but we ain't really officially released it yet. Now I got another race. I mean, a race. I gave it away. another record off of that a single called Race War, and that's okay. featuring David David Banner and and Big Gift from the Goody Mob. That's also produced by Battle Cat. So that's Battle the album. Cat, one of the that guy, Battle Cat, is one of the dopest. Him, Sir Jinx, yo, they are some yeah. of the dopest ever. Like I said, we, we hip-hop over here. We celebrate our culture internationally, domestically, and uh, we we in Jersey. So we go Jersey to around yeah. the world. So we Man. love y'all. East, West, South, overseas, That's whatever. Right. We love y'all. So um, 
I think we're just going to start with the last question, because I think this has been a great interview. Did you like it? It's one of the best you've had? Oh, man, for sure. This is the most intelligent one, you know, because, <laughs> you know, you are, you are really a, a scientist. You're a scientist of this culture, so I love that, you know. I stutter, but I like the way how, how smooth you are. You you know, I, I know you know what you're talking about, and you understand what you're talking about, so. I'm I'm really listening to you, and you didn't hit me with a few bars that I need to go <laughs> study up on. So that, well, I need brother, that. I need to be fed. I appreciate you. So, like I said, if I ever get to the West Coast after this coronavirus, if the Most High allow, I'll love right. to meet you and just like get just. The Bible says when you meet a man of wisdom, you wear out his doorstep. So I would like man. to sit down with my pen and pad and just learn. That's well, what that's man, what we're gonna be all about. We both gonna be sitting down with Pad, and I'm gonna be sitting down listening to you, and you can sit down and listen to me. So, how about well, that? It's an honor. It's an honor. Thank you so much, yo. So, the last yeah, question yeah. of our interview comes from here. Um, may the Most High bless you, because this question is going to be a long-term question, and it is that in 500 years, maybe 600 years, it's going to be a West Coast hip hop museum, right? And unfortunately, you're not going to walk on the planet when it's there, you know, because you know right. how people are right now. But may the Most High right. bless you, so we, especially in police brutality, injustice, corona, and corruption, we don't wish mm -hmm. any harm on you, your family, any of your loved ones at any time. Let's just put that out there first. Mm -hmm. But the five to 600 years from now. They're gonna have a hip hop, a West Coast hip hop museum, and they're gonna go into one of the um the wings. And when they're gonna talk about innovators of perspective thoughts, they're gonna have Cam there, and the Never Again album, and Legend in My Section is gonna play, and Culture Vultures is gonna be there. And they're gonna talk about how you took a stand in social media, just like other MCs are taking stands with the podcast, you know. And and, and they're gonna talk about how, like you said, you stood on your square and you never gave in to injustice or corruption, even when it came to standing for the right. culture. A child's going to learn about you and hear your music. The most important question of this interview, which is your first interview, you can always come back, but the most important question of the first interview is this. What is the legacy of Cam, and how did he make the world better because he did music? Um, I think because I used my music um to echo the words of who I, I recognize as the Messiah, you know, that, that key pivotal figure that ended Satan's world and Satan's influence over our people. So, and that, of course, is Farrakhan. You know, that's of course, that's who I'm with, and that's who I believe that to be, and that's why I dedicated my life to help him and to use my gift to put his words in my rap. It's not his words, it's our words, but, you know, I... That's that's my father figure and my my sensei. So I just say you know in that context his words, but it's it's our words. It's just the words the of the original people that he the Most High writes on our heart anyway. So it was already on my heart, but he he helped you know give me the actual way to phrase it you know and 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 see it in 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 being acted out as an example. And then I can I can write about what I see about how he actually lives it. So. That's what, that's what my, I would want my legacy to be, okay. He was, he was, uh, uh, a scribe for the, for the, <clears throat> a scribe for the, for the Messiah. Word. Hey, and with that being said, everybody, let me just leave y'all with this. Islam, I, self, Lord, and Master is the same message as the Bible because Christ taught us, master your knowledge itself so you can connect with the higher power. And just the same way in the Torah, the mm. prophets told you, master yourself so you can connect with the Most High, so you can elevate to the best of your ability to live life at its grandest peak. And Cam, mm. an MC and a man, 
whether you like his music or like his stance or not, has elevated the minds of those who are looking for real hip-hop with a message. And as a person who's listening and growing for your message, I thank you for this interview, and I wish you nothing more but life and eternal blessings that runneth over. Man, bless you, man. This is beautiful, man. Like I said, I love your wisdom, bro. Heritage hip-hop for life, not to the death because it's never going to die. So I love you, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much. And with that being said, everybody, we say peace. And we out. Peace. West Coast hip hop has always been very honest and very open. And Cam is one of the MCs from the West that talked about never giving into the system that hates you. So salute to Cam and salute to that movement. Salute to Dame Dash also for coming together with Cam to make a Nakocha Vocha song. Heritage hip hop is not one to call other people out. But for the sake of what's going on in the culture today, if you still support DJ Vlad, there is a very big problem because not focusing on the culture and calling out the people who make the culture great, such as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, may the most high blessings be upon him, is a problem. And us in hip hop, we have to stand for the people who have stood for us because I don't know about anybody else who has political office or social office. None of them have done a stood as hard as Lewis, Minister Louis Farrakhan has stood for us. So salute to the NOI leader. Salute to our brothers in the NOI. And as Cam said, we all are the nation, whether you're in the religion or not. We are a nation of people together. And as other people I say, we have to stay on cold. We have to support our own kin-related, blood-related until they show us otherwise. So with that being said, this is Karev. Thank you for listening to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We thank you for all your patronage. We thank you for all your support. And everybody out there, you can support us by going to www.heritagehiphop.com and becoming a member and get some of this free music. We have a playlist out right now. Playlist number five is coming out very soon. You can follow us on Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube, Instagram, um, Twitter. Make sure you like, comment, and share on all the videos. And let's continue to grow together. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are available there, too. So make sure that you support. We're dropping episodes daily, trying to catch up with our back catalog and put it out on the streaming platforms. Before we get out of here, we want to give a shout out to Michael Bradley of Transparent Credit Repair. That's right. Go to www.heritagehiphop.com. Click on the link for Transparent Credit Repair. Change your financial future with one decision. 20% off of everybody. Um transactions if you go through heritagehiphop.com we'd like to give a shout out to BQ of Fatty's Place pull through BQ we want you to come back home salute the Lex Diamonds of Diamonds Entertainment LLC and their sports podcast salute the Wildfire Marketing and Fire Jaws new music coming from him soon salute to the Goodfellas Goodfellas TV Tommy Guns Shaw Montana Dad the Photographer AEP underscore presents on Facebook and DJ Big A A-H-D-A-Y-A-R on YouTube We'd like to give a final shout out to all of you who are the heritage of hip hop, which is God's people. And if we are God's people and we are his heritage, the heritage, our heritage is hip hop. So let's protect the culture from culture vultures. Let's protect the culture by supporting our children, supporting our youth and giving them something positive to look forward to and to celebrate as not only they age, but as they can pass this culture on to their young in just the same way. Hip hop is the only living genre that lives and evolves with the people. So let's protect our lives and let's protect our people. 
with that being said this is Karev from Heritage Hip Hop saying peace and we out